You're listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, with your host, Vivian Bell. Well, it's declaration time, and our declaration here at She Who Believes the Podcast comes from Luke 1 and verse 45. I will be declaring this word from the English Standard Version. Remember, you can choose any version that you choose. We only ask that when you speak this and declare this word over your life, that you replace the word she, or in some versions, woman, with your very own name. Because we believe that the word of God is for us, that it is just as alive and active as it was when it was written, when it was spoken, when it transpired over 2000 years ago. So here we are again, Luke verse, Luke 1 verse 45, and it reads as follows. And blessed is Vivian who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Uh, Isn't that a great feeling to be able to personalize the word of God, to be able to know that his word is for you and to grab hold to it and claim it and make it yours because it is as children of God, his word is true for each and every one of us. Great day. You are listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Indeed, I am she. So listen, I'm excited about today's podcast. I'm always excited to share what God has downloaded to me, but like this is like, I'm loving this one, right? So the title of today's podcast is The Value Scale, right? So I have to admit to you guys, when God gave me this word, I'm like, oh yes, I, I like this. Well, I need you to, to know that if you look up the word value scale, you're going to find it on Google, but it is not what we're talking about today. So the one on Google tells you about what you value, what's important to you, what in what area is money important to you more, like how much more is that important to you over your family? That, that's not what we're talking about, but kind of sort of a little bit. Uh, anyway, I was sitting in a moment with God and just... um Actually, I was really not even, it wasn't a, our formal appointment time in the morning. It wasn't my formal on the schedule appointment, daily morning, evening Bible study kind of thing. And I was sitting and I, I had something on my mind. I can't even tell you exactly what it was, but the Lord said value scale. Should their opinion even be placed on the scale? And he gave me this vision of a scale, you know, like, um, in school, well, I'm going to give away my age maybe, um, but there were scales where like you had to balance them out, right? Thank you, Jesus. So I've been in this place of like really understanding what balance really is. And balance is a place. It's a place you get to in your mind, right? And for those of you, I've said this several times. I just recently came off of reading and actually also listening to the audiobook of Balance by Pastor Torre Roberts. He is the husband of... Uh, Sarah Jakes Roberts. And this is his third book. 
I've listened to two completely. And his first one, I am, I paused to stop reading it because I found it. But at the time in which I found it, his new book came out. So I jumped over there, but I still, you know, I'm in like chapter two. Anyway, he wrote this book called Balance. And it was, I literally feel like this man wrote a book specifically for me. Like, I know you're like, oh, she's self. No, no, no. I'm just saying like when someone writes so effectively, so um, um, anointed, so in their um, gifting that anybody should read it and feel that they wrote it for them. Right. So he, he achieved that. Um, and it's it basically just solidified that balance is a place in your mind when you come to a place where you are resting in God's peace continually that you understand that everything you need is already present because at the beginning he said he said it is finished that meant everything for everybody so the abundance and the blessings and all those things he intended for us to have on this earth they're already in place right and so when you operate from a place of knowing that remembering and understanding and really embracing that God is not shocked by anything that happens in our lives on any given day or moment no disease no corona no ex-husband, no breakup, no girlfriend, no, none of those things, children, births, no births. None of these things are a surprise to God. But when we believe I'm talking about in our knower, when we know it in our knower, as our Bishop Ballestero says, when you know it in your knower, like there's a peace that comes with that, that gives you complete balance that you can operate when you don't even have a dime in your pocket, but God is still keeping you and sustaining you and saying, work this business, write this book, do this thing. You're at peace regardless of the circumstances around you because you are balanced by the truth of his word. So anyway, talking about being balanced, right? And the Lord spoke to me about this scale and balancing the scale, right? And so there's this this vision of the scale and on the right side is truth. And so truth for you might be different than what truth is for me because you might not believe God or you might not believe, you might believe in God knowing that he exists, but you might not actually believe God like that his promises are for you, right? So that can be different for everybody. But my truth are things like, um, I am the daughter of God. I operate in his power and the power and authority given to me by heaven. I'm the apple of his eye. I am blessed and highly favored that everything will work together for my good in the end. Like, because, because I'm called and called according to his purpose and I love him. Right. So I, I, these are the things that are true for me. Right. Abundance is mine. That's true for me. Things like Philippians 419 is true for me that God will supply all my need according to his riches and glory. So he owns everything. So it's mine. And so I can rest in that. Even when it looks crazy, even when I got bills passed due, I got some past due now, but I ain't sweating it because, and again, I'm not telling y'all don't pay y'all bills, pay your bills, pay your bills. But we, I'm being honest with you that, Hey, some things may go past that point, but the grace of God will sustain and keep you as long as you are operating and walking in his calling and doing what he tells you to do. And you might say, well, how is it if you're doing what he tells you to do? Do you have bills due? Well, sweetheart, that's when your faith grows. That's in that place where you can shout anyway. You can praise anyway. I can bless your name anyway. Because what I've known that God spoke to me and I shared this with you guys probably a good year, almost two years ago when I first moved into this house, that the Lord said to me, grace, period. He said, my grace, period, like the word grace with a period at the end, whole sentence, one word, will supersede their grace, period. Meaning someone can give you a grace, period for something, but my grace, period, going to be all you need in this season and in this situation. And his word proved to be true, right? So anyways, back to this value scale, right? He started talking to me about 
value and how we view ourselves. Like God's value of us didn't change. Like he does not change his mind. He says that his gifts and callings are without repentance. He mean, I'm not changing my mind about you. I knew everything you would do. I knew everybody you would sleep with. I knew every single situation that would take place in your life. For some of y'all, he might've known who y'all was going to kill. I ain't co-signing murder. Please don't think I am. I'm just saying there's nothing you've done that God didn't know about before he called you. So if he called you, he understood that this particular thing, he could use it for his glory, right? But we start to believe that there's, um, so here's this thing he gave me and y'all going to see it on a shirt on my website, like next week. Cause I literally already started designing it, right? At least the pictures in my head and I've started designing some new things, but listen, this is what, what came to me, right? It says, don't let someone else's inability to see your worth change your mind about your value. Misplaced value. When we place our value in what a person says and what a person does or or doesn't do. When my value is determined by your attitude towards me or if you look at me and you you squint your face up because you see extensions in my hair. Or if you look at me some kind of way because I'm unbothered by you. Trust that if I'm unbothered by you when you're looking at me like that, I'm going to stay unbothered by you. But I'm going to let the Holy Ghost come on back in and then Vivian's going to pull to the left. Misplaced value. Even when it comes to things as far as parents and children, I said this to my kids growing up and I said to them, I said, listen, I know what I believe that, that the Lord has spoke to me about your future. What you're calling is he showed me that like he's revealed some things to me about my children before I was ever married and had children. And he showed me these things and began to show them to me when I was 12, wanting to commit suicide. Right. So there are things I know that God has intended for my children. But what I have said to my children, that if you, you hear from God, like my children have heard from God since they were little. My daughter would literally come up to me before she was three good. And she'll be like, mom, God told me to tell you that he loves you and blase, blase, blase. And I would be in tears and she would just go back in her room and play like nothing had ever happened. Son, same thing, like literally prophets. God speaks to them. They hear from God. What I said to my children is this. Don't ever let my voice be bigger than the voice of God. Don't you dare ever trust what I'm telling you over what you know God is saying to you because I'm a parent, I'm human and I can get it wrong. And sometimes I do like, I've really, I got it wrong a lot. Like if you ask my children, they'll be like, our mama is special. Like she was serious when she says that she wears crazy as a badge of honor. So Anyway, sometimes we have misplaced value and we put our value in places that they shouldn't. We give people the right to set our value for us or we respond in how they they fail to respect us. They fail to honor us. They fail to honor God. So thus not honor us or honor their marriages or relationships or whatever. And we're quick to take blame for someone else's inability to be a person of character. That's misplaced value. Who gets to set the bar for you was the next thing the Lord said to to ask you. Who sets the bar? Why is God not setting the bar for you? Did your mom set the bar for you? Did your life, your past set the bar for you? No. Yes, I may have been molested by my uncle. Yes, I was raped on a date. All these things happen, but they don't get to set the bar for me. What makes it to the scale? Well, That's all. That all depends on you. And we got to use this word that I used previously, boundaries, right? Some stuff can't make it to your scale. Some stuff shouldn't even make it in the room where you are. It definitely shouldn't get inside the the walls in between your two ears, right? 
what makes it to the scale. If you don't respect me, if you don't res- if you don't show me the proper respect and love, then your opinion don't make it to the scale. If you have an inability to be a person of character, then you don't get to make it to the scale. Your view, your opinions, there's no weight to your words. Literally, if your words are not weighty, what I'm putting them on the scale for? Okay, next thing. Valuing things that have no lasting value. Like valuing a friendship that is not beneficial to you. It's crazy because sometimes we can't see it because we're so busy just being us, loving people, embracing people. I shared this story with you guys before that um, this was probably about, Jesus, how many years ago has it been now? When I think back, my kids were still in high school six, seven years ago, maybe eight. And there was a particular individual. So God had spoken to me and he said that he was going to um, decrease my circle. And I started laughing. I was like, it ain't but a handful of people anyway. So do what you do, Jesus. Like literally that was my response to him. In my mind, I thought I knew who the people were going to be immediately. Now, one of the people still here, <laughs> like literally been my ride or die. And then Fred Flintstone and to the wheels fall off. Right. After the wheels fall off, we pedaling. Um, but like this particular individual, like I just, we were, we called each other sister. Like she was like, you're my younger sister. I never had a sister. I always wanted a sister, had brothers, blase, blase. She would buy things for my kids, did all these different things. Right. And she did all these things that looked like I should value our relationship until when God told me he was going to decrease my circle. And I said, okay, Lord, he said, the person is going to call you on Tuesday at this time and say this to you. And at first it started with a text message. That's when he told me about the text message first. Right. And I was in disbelief because I was like, ah, cause in my mind, even though I know God is God and they say, let God be true and every man be a liar. Right. I just didn't. I was like, maybe I heard God wrong. So he got even more specific past the text message. Like literally God knows us so well. He knows my heart that he had to give me specific word for word what this person was going to text. He told me the time they would text me. He told me the time this person would call me. He said, this person is going to say to you, we haven't been talking. You don't call me blase, blase, blase. This person said exactly verbatim what God showed me in a vision that this person would say to me. Right. And then God said, as she was speaking, he said, but she never has called. She's never called you. And every time you call her, she has never answered in two and a half years. She answers when it's convenient for her. She calls you back when it's convenient for her. Now, I'm not one of the people that's petty. That's like, oh, if you don't answer the phone call, I'm tripping. Like I could text you and you might not text me back for 12 weeks and I ain't lost no sleep. Like you can might text me and I might not text you back for 12 weeks and don't lose no sleep. Please don't. Because I don't always respond to text. I do my best to do so. And if you're sending me a prayer request, I'll go in and start praying. And when I'm done to me, that thing is done. And so I don't even think about responding to your text message anymore. Right. So working on that. But anyway, long story short, I had all this value in this friendship with her and literally there was no value. She didn't value me. She valued the anointing that was on my life. She valued that, that when I prayed, she would say like, you, you know, God, like you got a direct line to God, like God hears your prayers. Like, or if, if something happened, once she walked through this, this, this season of where she had, um, a health issue and she has said to herself, well, one of the benefits, she said, I believe God's going to heal me, but she had thought to herself, this will be my time to lose weight. Well, she had said to me, I don't really want anyone else to know. I've only actually told my mother 
my husband and you I haven't told my mother yet. Definitely haven't told my daughter. I only want you and my husband to know. So to me, the way my prayer life set up, I said, well, Lord, I'm asking you to not let her lose weight. Don't let her lose no hair. Don't let her eyebrows, eyelashes fall out. Don't let there be any indication that she has suffered this disease. And when you are done making her whole, I am asking you to let her have remained whole in every area of her life. Finances, weight, just everything. So after she walked through this, she said to me one day, she said, you know, Viv, I thought that going through this, I would lose some weight. But then I didn't. And she said, then it came to me. I bet you Vivian prayed that I wouldn't lose weight. I said, I did. So, and I'm not saying that to brag or anything and to act like, you know, my life is better. And I got this connection with God that other people don't have. No, I'm not saying that. But what I do say is that I believe that God hears me. And that when I pray to him and when I'm praying according to his will, like for somebody to be made whole, that I expect him to hear me. And not only do I expect that he hears me, I know he hears me. And I expect for him to answer me with what I requested, just as the word of God says, right? So anyways, this person benefited from that. I've had other people that I've had to realize that there was no value on the other side of our friendship. I had someone say to me um, before a prophet had come to our church and he had said, um, God shows you that showed me that you dispatch angels from heaven. And this particular person was like, well, why didn't she send one for my house? And that person said to me, and so I'm gonna tell you how naive I am though. Cause I rolled with the person after that for a hot little minute to the Lord showed me like, mm-mm. The person was like, I was purposeful to make sure I can't, I had a friendship with you or became, I was strategic about this relationship. Now I know you might think, well, that's not always wrong, but in that case, it kind of was because before that, that person wasn't even trying to have no kind of friendship relationship with me. Like attitude just kind of distance a little bit you feel me so it was just not a good thing but me being who I am it was like okay whatever we can roll because I love people and I give people a chance right um God is teaching me to have better boundaries <laughs> but also to love people because that's what God does he loves us in spite of and he gives us time to grow in and grace and all of that so there's two sides to it right but anyways back to the next point which was valuing things that have no lasting value what are you valuing? Are you holding on to something you don't need to? And then valuing someone who does not value themselves. Often we value people who don't even care enough about themselves not to blow their lives up. Like, have you known that person who literally life is well for them? It's good. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. But they can only go so long until they blow their life up. Well, if you keep on being a part of their lives, you're going to eventually continue to be a casualty to the blow up, right? So you have to check if I don't value myself, then you shouldn't put a whole lot of value on our friendship or relationship because I don't love myself enough to be good enough to myself to receive the goodness of God, to be able to accept and receive his grace and the abundance that he plans for my life. So again, check misplaced value, who sets your bar, what makes it to your scale, valuing things that have no lasting value, and then valuing someone who does not value themselves.
my hope and prayer for you is that every time you're done listening to this podcast, that you find greater value in you. And I know the word of God says that we should not think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. But he didn't say we post the thing low of ourselves. And I know I say post to. I know I did. You're just going to have to accept that Ebonics. I told y'all I speak multiple languages. I have a master's degree and I will speak educated. But then also there's a side of me that speaks Ebonics and then I speak in tongues. And I do my best not to do that on the podcast. But every now and again, if you pay attention, it slips out and I have to try to reel it back in because I don't do any editing of the podcast. Not because I can't, not because I don't know how. I spent almost two years um, helping to produce or producing an actual live radio show and then also producing other uh, you know, media things, but I just choose not to. I choose to give you the 100% she who believes, right? Anyway, I pray that when you leave this podcast today, you find value in yourself, that these things have touched your heart and encourage you to value you because you are valuable to God. He says, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. But if you read into that, he's saying, think highly. You ought to think highly of yourself. He said, just don't think more highly. Just don't get arrogant. Just, just don't get in a place where you act like you think you're better than everybody else. Now, in some situations, you have to acknowledge that a situation is beneath you. And y'all can take that however you want to. Don't text me, email me, call me about it. It is what it is. I said what I said. Because if we don't recognize things that are, that are beneath us, that are beneath the means and the, the abundant life that God has for us, then we live any old kind of way. And, and the days are over for that. Like we done with that, right? Because we value ourselves. So anyways, know that you are valued by me. If you're listening, there are many of you who listen from other countries. There are states and and I could even break down every city and all of those things, but I'm not going to do that right now. I just want you to know that when me and my team at the beginning of every week, we look at the stats, we pray for your region, we pray for your city, we pray for your state, we pray for your country. And I just want you to know that you are indeed valuable to us, not just because you listen and not because we're making any money off this podcast, because at the moment we're not, we will be um, sooner than later. But right now we're not because that's not our purpose. We're here to share the word of God. We're here to encourage you to believe God. But what I want you to know is that you're prayed for, that you're valued, that you're important. And I pray you'll meet me back here next week. You've been listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. You've been listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, where we encourage you to stretch your faith and to believe God for the impossible.